I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hi, it's Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis, joined by my friend Julio Gallarati. How are you, Julio? What's up, dude? How are you feeling about our friendship? <laughs> I feel good about it. Would you, if if our friendship were a stock, from a dollar to a hundred dollars, what would it be worth right now? I mean, don't like. There's a lot of factors that go into that. Okay, you know our market. What's our market cap? Yeah, what's our <laughs> um, what sort of earnings reports? Uh, how do our employees feel? Do they believe in our friendship? Do they believe in the mission? Are we generous with our friendship? Yeah, we're, we spread our friendship to even even the janitor. Yeah, we're hiring like crazy. Who you cleans know? the even under the seat of our gender neutral bathrooms? <laughs> that IPO is seeming likely. Yeah, you know? are we about to? Do people I mean, sense that we're about to? It's go looking public? like the timeline's about to be shorter than what they expected. Wow. <laughs> What's the equivalent of going public as a podcast? As a, starting as a, a Patreon. It's the opposite. It's yeah. reprivatizing. No, yeah. Starting oh, a Patreon friendship. is being bought by a private equity firm. Right, right. Who's going to dust out the cobwebs, <laughs> fire some of the fat, and then uh, trim the fat. I shouldn't say fire some of the fat. Um, trim the fat. Trim the fat. You know, clean up our books. Make sure everything is ship shape. <laughs> Interview the employees. Prep us for... Reminds me of office space. What exactly do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. So things are looking good on the friendship front. Um, I mean, do, what did you, how do you feel? What do you think? No, I think our friendship is strong. You know, I have yeah. total faith and trust in it. <laughs> uh, I do. I do. <laughs> you know, the second that either of us were to do anything remotely dishonest or subversive to the other person, I think the podcast would be would be in big trouble i would i agree and i think we both well that's not the reason we're friends but we realize that the, our livelihood depends on the on our friendship right isn't right, that right. funny it is fine we can't afford to fight with each other <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford to not get along that's funny dude. that's very funny Oh, we can't afford it. That is, no, but you know what's funny? I definitely am an even better friend because of that. I agree. Like, I, you know, I think if a friendship generates income, it's <laughs> yeah. strength, it strengthens the friendship. There are, there are, you know, let's think about this, right? Human relationships can lead to benefits for both parties in different forms, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have. A friend with benefits and you're you're both enjoying <laughs> the benefits the, the, the carnal <laughs> pleasures of satisfying your lust right that's a that's a friend with benefits right so yes. you've got the, the the currency of of orgasms <laughs> then there's um you know then there might be a a, a a friendship for security maybe you're friends with someone who's really big and strong <laughs> and then that they they afford protect like a prison right. friendship right. Right? right they afford you protection in the halls and maybe you smuggle them in cigarettes yeah or like <laughs> harry potter novels right whatever right. it is somehow uh and then there's then there are business relationships that result in well th yeah this is kind of this is kind this of this is that but I it's guess. not only a, a business no, friendship definitely not definitely not but i i would say that i like defend your honor harder than i would normally defend someone's honor because i know that it's important to have a good vibe someone people out there talking shit about me? no nobody's talking shit about you but like who's talking shit nobody's talking shit I'm how not, are you defending I'm my not, honor i'm not saying i'm defending you i'm defending your honor it's who's a big, there's a big who's, distinction who's coming at my honor nobody who's but, saying that guy has no honor dude I, I i gassed you up in a way that i wouldn't normally gas somebody up because it's important that we have a good vibe friendship someone comes to you and says Fuck that Francis guy. Someone has said that. No, dude. Oh, I it, bet they it, have. Sometimes people will ask me open-ended questions. 
Ooh, now be we're like, getting to the, the the thick of it. They'll be like, "How's Francis? How is it working with them?" And what? And you know what they mean by that? No, I they, have I, you discovered his rotten core yet? There's an uh, there's an opportunity for me to like to drag there's, me. There's an opportunity there to drag you, which you I've, say, I would never. I'm not going to do you anyway. Could say, oh, you know, he's elitist. He <laughs> is a little bit. Uh, you know, he thinks he's he's, he's arrogant. Dude, no. Narcissistic. I, any, but, you, but you don't. I, I, not that I ever would, Because we got good ads this <laughs> month. <laughs> dude, no. I'm just like your fucking champion, dude. I'm out there fucking teaching the good gospel of you. I'm like a Francis's missionary. They have sent me to another part of the world to tell people how great Francis is. If they don't yet know, hmm. they will now know because I'm there. That's very sweet. I appreciate well, that. Welcome. You know something? I never have to do this for you. Dude, you're... No, because nobody ever says anything bad about you. I know, but dude, no one says anything bad about you too either. But they ask that question. They they're, ask, they're, they're hoping. No, no, no. They ask They ask me an open-ended question. If they, if they ask me an open-ended question about you, I will always give a, like a, an unnecessarily glowing review. As opposed to just being like, he's good. I'd be like, he's great. <laughs> wow. So they come up to you and they say, you I'm, know. Dude, I'm sure people ask you that about behind his Behind his, you know, that 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 front of <laughs> kindness and, uh, you know, he's a generous laugher and he's, he's sort of, he appears for all intents and purposes to be, to be an all-American boy. <laughs> but there must be some sort of. Dude, I, I, I don't, I don't think that I'm expecting insidious marbling of his meat. I, I think that anybody asking me that question, I would say almost always is asking it in a completely curious way. Oh. There's no angle. Yeah, people don't know me. But, but people don't know me at all. But dude, but you know, you'll get the average comedian who's clearly had a bad week or month or life. Who's coming up and like, you know, they, they want to talk shit in general. So that is the type of person that will like bait you no matter who you're talking about. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's not it never. And again, dude, people know better than to come up to me and be like yeah. shitting on you. That would be insane. You know what I mean? Obviously, I have your back. So no one, if anyone were to shit on you, they wouldn't be doing it to me. No, they're not going to come and then fling the, the shit. There's no. Yeah. They're just going to come and say. <laughs> Is that <laughs> is that shit? Is that shit? Is there exactly. some shit? Exactly. On Francis's shoe? Exactly. On his soul? Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Okay, speaking of, <laughs> I debated for quite some time if I was going to tell you this. Oh, wow. Uh Something really embarrassing has happened recently to me. Twice. What? When was the last time you shit your pants? Oh, my God. And I I have no intention of turning this into some sort of toilet humor (laughs) podcast. I I don't like that. I think it's low-hanging fruit. But this has happened to me twice in the last couple of months and it hadn't happened for like probably 15 years it was have you had some change in your diet or something yeah you've been eating more fibrous no i i I had two things that i (laughs) ate that resulted in a less sort of solid uh consistency and then i was i got cocky i got you i know this happened yesterday Oh God! Where is it? Were you at home? I was in a rush. Mm-hmm. My my mom and dad came to visit, and they brought a bushel of apples picked from their apple tree. Now, <laughs> this is an apple tree that was on the property when we 
bought the property 25 years ago. It's a wild, it's a feral right. apple tree. Right, right. So the apples look like look like the sort of apples that the witch in Snow White <laughs> would have, you know, she takes the bite and then instantly the world changes. I think, I can't really remember. But she it looks like she a perfect apple. She takes the bite and then it instantly transforms into this sort of maggot Infested, riddled yes, apple yes, and yes. then she sees that the witch is actually this witch old woman with gnarled fingers and warts on her nose and stuff like that so these apples are imperfect they are they're you know they've got knuckles <laughs> okay so there are my risks. mom yeah we, my mom brought me like 12 to 15 of these apples in a bag and she was like you can't eat these so what were they for make them into applesauce ah uh, so my mom basically brought us ingredients so you cook them and then yeah, you you and then the we bacteria. have to you have to cut them down. You have to you know peel them, but you have to peel them so much more than you might think because you've got to cut out all of the the shit, the, po- the poisoned points. <laughs> and so, poor Sierra, you know, had, did did this for me and made two. It's really easy to make applesauce. You just cut the apples up and then you put them into a pot and you sort of stew them for with some cinnamon, maybe a little sugar. That's it? Yeah. You don't have to put water in it or anything? No, eventually it sort of boils down into a mush and then you stir it a couple times, whatever. Crazy. But we did that. So we have these this huge thing of applesauce. And I I loved applesauce as a kid. I haven't eaten it too much lately. Got it. So I've been eating it because whenever there's a home-cooked, home-plucked sort of treat, (laughs) I feel guilty if we throw any of it out. Yes. This is a piece of home. Not to mention you can sort of like applesauce typically comes in a very small portion. Yeah. Probably on purpose. Yeah. Because too much of it will result in rushing and then. Yeah. Well, this is what happened. So I (laughs) ate a bunch the night before I woke up and I went to the bathroom three times before 11 a.m., which is when I knew today's going to be a tough day. Yes. And then I had to run and get covid tested for what i had to get a pcr test not a rapid test to, are you going somewhere to go and perform at rider oh, university yes have you ever heard of that school i have yeah i did that this gig there they have a division one sports right they do yeah i think we used to play them maybe they have division one sports but yeah. they don't have football right right they have you know soccer and uh baseball their big team is swimming apparently got it got it but really nice people. I'm sure. But I want to get to that in a second because I had to get this PCR test. And, of course, PCR test, the the fastest you can get the results is six to eight hours. So I had to go early in the morning. And I'm, I I went up to Brooklyn Heights to a place, Cube Care. Oh, nice. Yeah. First one in there. So wait, but did they, did they Care Cube. make you do it at Care Cube? No. Or cute. Oh, cause but that was the fastest turnaround I could find. Interesting. And anytime I've had to get a PCR test and the place is like, go here, it's always that place. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, it's a hundred bucks. Dude, that's fucked up. I mean, up. it was 225 insurance paid 125 of it, but... Should have gone to one of those tents. Yeah, but I think those are just... <laughs> are those PCR they tests? They have PCRs too. And yeah. how fast is their turnaround? I think it's similar, six to eight. Damn, bro. I know, I know. yeah. But they also... For the... For the no, but it was 48 back in the day when there was a ton of them. Now it's faster, right? Or are you, is this a reference from before? Because Chris just said it takes 48. I did it like a month ago and they, it was still like 48 hours. Oh, really? Well, I For need the to, PCR, but I they need have to rapids. take one soon. I need to figure that out. Okay, we'll get to that later too. <laughs> okay. Well, the other thing is you go into this care cube thing and you fill out all your info and then they do, they take your vitals and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like an appointment. My blood pressure was borderline. Low or high? High. Uh-huh. Which it has never been in my life. Getting old, and, pal. Well, they were like your what's the term? Your borderline something. There's a term. I have that too for other things. I don't yeah, know but, what the term. But is, the, I had two reasons where I, I was like, first of all, uh, like you're I'm I'm worried I'm going to shit my pants, which is troubling me and causing my <laughs> blood pressure to probably go up. And two, I had a big business day. Right. A major thing that I was pitching. Hypertension. Hypertension. Ah, they were like, yes. you're borderline hypertension. And you have already shit your face. Well, I had not yet. I had <laughs> oh, not did. yet. Oh. 
But that, that's crazy. And thirdly, I had driven up to Brooklyn Heights and parked in front of a, a meter, and I oh, had yeah. paid. You know, I'd hit the fifteen-minute button up, 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 up four or five times, thinking surely this will be done in forty-five minutes. But they took so oh, long, yeah, even though dude. I was the first person in there. That sucks. That by the time I was, I kept thinking, well, should I run back to the car and pay more? And no, no, because then I'll miss my appointment. And now I'm running out of the window of time for the six to eight our turnaround time for the test to get me in time to perform so all of these factors jesus. are swirling to take my blood pressure and i'm like oh jesus i didn't even want to know my blood pressure and i get my test done i run back i'm run, I, I leave and i start jogging back to the car thinking i don't want to get a ticket you got it and i'm jogging and Whoopsie daisies. Slid out. No, it was did, like. Did you release? I released. You released. <laughs> and thought everything was going to be fine. And but I must have released it. just as a I was planting a foot. You're right. And the the shock of the sidewalk. Boom. Because I was not wearing decent running shoes to cushion mm-hmm. my arch, mm-hmm. and I think that is what jolted. Got it. A you know, and and again, I'm sorry to be disgusting. Because this is disgusting. You know what, man? I will say this. The, for the first time in the history of our podcast, this would not have been a good time to have been wearing bird dogs. And yet I was. <laughs> and yet I was. And I will say that the underwear liner did provide a little bit of, you know, at least it, it armored the beautifully nice pants. <laughs> From me and my disgusting four-year-old <laughs> habit, or not habit, but you know, incident. So, but did you choose to save them and put them in the wash? And... I did. I did. Okay. I can't. I can't I light it. a pair of bird dogs on fire and drop them in the river. I know. You know. I know. You can't do it. No, they're too valuable. They're too good. So I was wearing my bird dogs, and you know, <laughs> I I I knew immediately too. Boy, there's a. That's where you're like, oh boy. Mm. Nothing to do now. I have to just get home and hopefully your day just got terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. And then and then um, you know I I I threw them in the washing machine and you know you got to protect your bird dogs. They are the best pants <laughs> to wear. Uh, the best item. Yeah, the best pants to wear. If you if you feel like you've had applesauce lately or you're worried a little bit about your. <laughs> Your bowel movements and your control over them. Uh, buy a pair of bird dogs. We love their pants, shorts, joggers. Birddogs.com. Promo code OOPS gets you a whistling football with your first purchase. Go to birddogs.com today. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And the reason I sort of bring this up is that it also happened like four months ago, three months ago. I don't know, with a pair of shorts. Similar kind of deal. Would I would say, theoretically speaking, that is kind of... Uh short interval oh my god this, given that the, I feel like that's not an annual occurrence it had not people. happened it had not happened for many since years, high right? school yeah. when when again i was like it was it wasn't my fault i was sick right, right. um and both the, the first time sierra dis, like the one that happened three months ago she discovered it Wait. oh no because i didn't know i had taken my shorts off <laughs> I didn't know, oh my and god, she saw dude. it, and it's like it's one of those things where, <laughs> oh my god, that's a hard thing. I mean, you guys don't even talk about. We don't even talk about it. Going to the bathroom. We, we still in never, the toilet. We still never have. Let alone in your clothing. We've never discussed it. Yeah, and so imagine Hill Dog, you know, getting out of bed in the morning and discovering <laughs> that the shorts you had. Dude discarded to get into the bed were i might never be able to look at her again dude we actually have a code name for it now like for example if a dog has gone to the bathroom on the sidewalk she will she calls it bad boy oh <laughs> that's cute she goes look out for the bad boy and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, god you know that this is going to come crashing down on you too though right i don't know yeah why why because you, you, so? you can't avoid it bathroom stuff happens i know to couples that live together and what, someday soon... We have separate bathrooms, though. Dude. Oh, buddy. You're going to be matter. on vacation. You're going to go to fucking Cancun or something. Hit the lobby. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes. You, 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 what if you don't have time? You always have time. No, you do not. You do. I have dumped my pants twice <laughs> in the last three months. You don't have time. Okay, but both times you chose... Like, you didn't, didn't realize you were choosing. You didn't realize you had chosen... 
But if you had held it in, you would have been able to maybe make it to a receptacle. All right. Well, my God. The Look, <laughs> I mean, someday soon, I'm telling you, the two of you are going to have some kind of moment where... <laughs> And I, you know what? I hope it, it's 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 simultaneous. It's, do you hope it's, I hope it's an, a dual affliction, almost oh, like wow. that scene from Bridesmaids, where out of nowhere the two of you just becomes romantic. Have been presenting this like <laughs> pristine, you know, Barbie and Ken life, where there's we don't have buttholes, we don't have, and um, next thing you know, you two are like both pooping in sinks next to each other oh God, dude. i don't even know where i really hope not and it, it's gonna happen and i want i want to hear about it not to be weird but look the point <laughs> is when that first one happened sierra has kind of j- joked to about it with me and i had no choice but to laugh about it and it's very funny once this but it's so mortifying i can picture her doing that and it's making me laugh yeah because like if i give her any crap about anything she's just super straightforward like, yeah she'll just bring that up it's a, it's her it's the trump card like she will literally ask she will be like did you shit your pants <laughs> yeah. and then we'll start making fun of you immediately yeah. after but i have asked her on. interestingly i've asked her not to um you know, not to bring it up with our friends, but I, now I'm telling it on the podcast. So what the fuck do <laughs> I care? You've told it now to all of your friends. Yeah, because that is really, I mean, it's really quite mortifying. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. It's as bad as it gets. It's so bad. It's bad. That said, <laughs> once this one happened yesterday, <laughs> we were in need of a laugh. Yesterday was a tough day. Mm. It was really just really stressful. Oh, so you had this gig last night? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So all that happened yesterday. Damn. And um, I I debated whether or not to tell her. Yeah. And I told her and she laughed uproariously, <laughs> which is worth it. It's yeah. worth it That's to great. deliver that level of joy, especially coming out of, great, you know, a, 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 you know, a tough morning. We were both pretty stressed about work and some stuff and, you know, the wedding and all that you know we had a tough conversation about some some budget stuff and mm. you know guest list nonsense and so uh we i told i decided to tell her and it had the desired effect i don't want her i wonder if it will affect her view of me her attraction to me is that what you worry about yeah you guys are just going to keep maintaining this you know illusion just like honeymoon phase illusion i mean yeah man like it just i it just is like a thing that it's not great you know and it, it, i'm not what's your fear i'm not it's just it's like an embarrassing gross but thing. it shouldn't be i agree you're right let me ask you this last episode we talked about uh having children right delivering babies labor a few episodes ago yeah oh a couple episodes yeah, ago yeah. sorry um and we got some great feedback, by the way. We did. Informative messages. Thank you, all of you. Um, we learned quite a bit. We did. And I want to <laughs> even share one of them in a second. But you know that, like, let's say fast forward to the day that you and Hill Dog maybe someday having a, having a child, your first child. Yes. And you're holding her hand and she's, you know, pushing and you're encouraging her. What What happens if you know she poops herself because uh, i've heard women do that they're pushing it's, so it's, hard dude, it's fine like of course in that situation it's fine uh, and to, for me to even i'm not even acting like i have the authority to say that it's fine of course it's fine i'm not even allowed to talk about it i'm not even allowed <laughs> you would never bring it you'd never bring it up again never <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. I just sounded like I always joke that I have my adopted family in the city. He says never like that. He goes, never, 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 and never, bro, never. I would never, ever, ever bring it up. Of course not. She fucking. So it's a don't ask. My you guys, you two maintain a don't ask, don't tell policy about bodily function. Correct. And actually, we've been having problems lately because my bathroom has the best mirror. And sometimes she'll just wander into that into there. And I'm like, what do you think you're doing? I'm like, that's a no go zone. You're not allowed to go in there. I was like, well, you want to trade bathrooms? We can. She's like, I just assumed that the door's open. It's fine for me to go in there. 
Yeah, that's why, not, she doesn't why, talk why like wouldn't, that. Why wouldn't she? So the that? door is now permanently closed. You're telling me that the two bathrooms in your apartment are sovereign territory? Yes. I need, if I want to go into hers, I need to ask. And I would never do it during a time where I assumed that she would need bathroom privacy for an extended period of time. And my bathroom. That is strict. I need the freedom to ha- have eaten too much applesauce at any given time. But what if you your bathroom opens up to the the common area, the living room? Correct. So then what happens if you... Do you leave the door closed if you've destroyed it? Well, let's, I don't destroy it. Let's just assume that I've never even used it. And if I have... Bro, she listens I'm to glad. this, dude. Uh, Chris, do you, are you with me at all on this? Guys, this sounds think... stressful. It I'm getting great. stressed for you've you. Gotta, you've got to break the seal on this. Dude, the seal is broken. We have our own sovereign territory. That like is you not said. a broken seal. I feel that, that the seal... That is a quarantine. The seal has been preserved. You have quarantined <laughs> your bathrooms from each other. I find that very uh, stressful. That would have been such a good word if this came up in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> like before, right? Like quarantine would have been Francis's vocab word of the day yeah. instead. Um, dude, I, I listen, I get it. But like we have separate bathrooms for a reason. There's, she has no business going in there. Our mirrors in our bedroom are the best mirrors, dude. Like even when I'm looking my worst, I look in that mirror and I fucking look great. I'm like, dude, hell mm. yeah, bro. By the way, the trick to, to a good mirror is just low lighting. That's kind of what I've found. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, no? That could be it. That yeah. could be it. Um, but yeah, dude. So she is not allowed in there. And she's been playing with fire by just fucking wandering in there. Wow. And, you know. You keeping drugs in there or something? Dude, it's like Hill House. Remember in Hill House, there's the red door? Yeah. And like, I don't know. It was you could always go in the whole time, but some, whatever. It's starting to become that kind of thing, like a sixth sense, the doorknob that doesn't open, type of thing. That's what I want it to be for her. Wow. <laughs> Goodness me! Could I tell a quick uh, shit story, please? Please. Do you, yes. Have you guys heard me sneeze? <laughs> I don't know if I've sneezed in front of you, but I. I you imagine told that us that yeah. your sneezes are really dramatic. Yeah, very powerful. Kind of like my laugh. I get them from my dad. So one Chris day, Chris is powerful when it, with all of his sort of human things: his <laughs> laugh, his hugs, his sneezes. Apparently, yeah, not yeah, surprising. Yeah. So one morning, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm editing and I just had my coffee and I just sneezed really hard and then it just came out the other end and I didn't know that happened. You, you snarfed. Yeah, you, I what, sneezed I, so hard I shit snarted. myself. Yeah, snoot. Snoop. <laughs> I don't know what it would be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did snoot. you know immediately? Snoot. Oh, yeah. I felt it like come. It was like it just snoot. fell out. Like after I sneezed, it was just like. Wow. You know? oh, and I threw out my underwear, went to the bathroom, yeah. cleaned it up. You got to toss out the undies. You strike me as somebody that could that could hurt yourself sneezing. Yeah. Like you could hurt your back or something. Or like get a hernia. Because I've heard about that with people. My dad yeah. sneezes hard, yeah. You could legitimately crack a, 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 a vertebrae or something. I don't like know that. about that. I hope not. That's kind of yeah. scary. Be careful, Chris. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Take your Allegra D. Mm. Well, dude, I don't know if you have started thinking too specifically into holiday gifts, gift giving yet. I have been. I'm always, always, this is such a stressful thing for me. Yeah. Because the people in my life either don't care about gifts or are very particular. You know what I do? And this is really an awesome thing. I force myself to buy over 75% of all my gifts during Black Friday weekend. Really? Yep. I sit down at the computer in an afternoon and I sit there and I buy everyone's shit. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And granted, of course, you feel when it's a girlfriend, I'm obviously going to get her a few things. So I like do that a little bit more over time. But like, it's nice to get the like, because if you're scrambling a few days before the holidays, uh, that's when you like end up buying, you know, a less significant relative, a way more expensive gift than you wanted to just because you couldn't think of anything else. You're right. And I find that to be an unacceptable mm-hmm. outcome. You can be thoughtful and cost effective. We, we can talk more about the S triangle later. But dude, uh, a cool, a cool gift, which is a company that we're now working with, um, is called Skylight Frames. Oh, yes. They sent me. A, uh, a version of their product and it's pretty sick it's sick dude i mean it's a, it's a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere uh and it's pretty cool man it's and a digital photo frame digital photo frame and you know give, uh, over the past year even you know i think that we all now appreciate the holidays even more and family time even more i feel like this is a nice gift that ties all these things in uh you can send photos to skylight uh very effortlessly 
Uh, and everyone in the family can just email them to your personal skylight email address, and then they'll pop up in seconds. Yeah, which is super cool. It has a black frame and a, with a white mat, so it looks like a real photo frame. That's kind of like a beautiful, sleek touch to your home, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love it, they'll offer you a full refund. It's really cool. I mean, the you know, you get. I, I like sort of whatever non-digital photos as well, but you don't have the variety. That picture just sits sits there and you stop looking at it. Whereas to have the ability to change the photo with a click of a button, you know, you get to really mix things up and it it, it spruces things up. It's fun. And and this is a a gift I feel like that parents will really like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. easy enough for them to use. Mm Because I know that sometimes... I'm like, are my parents going to be able to figure this out? Yeah. You know, my dad has trouble with with even seeing my texts, but I think that <laughs> they could they could definitely handle this. So now as a special offer, you can get ten bucks off of your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com, enter the code OOPS. That's right, to get ten bucks off your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com, enter the code OOPS, uh, and that's spelled S K Y L I G H T F R A M E dot com promo code OOPS. Get in there, um, dude. I want to hear about this college gig, man. I fucking I want to preface this. Sorry, I asked you a question and then continue talking. That's a bad quality. But sorry. I want to give a good pref- a preamble here. There's nothing better than a college gig, in my opinion. Are you serious? Yes. They're so random. They're so random. You never know what the setup's going to be. You might be <laughs> in a fucking 10,000 person theater or you might be standing with a popcorn machine next to your head as it pops and kids come and serve themselves popcorn in the middle of your show. That's Did you have that? I've experienced something similar to that. Did I tell you about the nacho station? Dude, there you go. It was make your own nachos. There you go. And it, it, this, the table was in front of the stage. There you go, dude. And that's the beauty of it. That was... Um, and that's their fault. Eastern the Connecticut State uh, University. Willimantic, Connecticut. Which is, yes, exactly. Which is in what was formerly the heroin capital of America. Willimantic? Willimantic. I don't know wow. if that's still the case, but real dodgy. But dude, uh, yeah. And at that point, it's this, if the show doesn't go well, it's not your fault, bro. Exactly. Which is amazing. It takes the pressure completely off. Anyway, I would like to hear about your gig. Yeah. Well, you've you've really that's you, you've brought up some really good points. College gigs are so weird, and they are such an absolute. It's like reaching into a bag of Jelly Belly beans. Yeah, you just with have your, no with idea. With a blindfold on, you don't know you what. No idea. It could be absolutely terrible, or it could be really fun. And fortunately, they're usually pretty good money. Which oh, is yeah. why I do them because they're which is why they're even better. They're always organized by like the student, you know, board for student life activity, right. and they have these crazy, crazy budgets. And it's always like the the college, you know, is is throwing money at these people to provide events that are uh, an alternative to like frat parties. And it's discretionary spending, so if yeah. they don't spend it all, they don't get as much. So they have to spend it all. Yeah. So, you know, you get you get paid very well. So it, that in and of itself. It, but you also, like, I went to this gig, you know, it was an hour and a half away. I'm driving down there. I don't have a, I don't have a feature. Mm. I don't have an oh, opener. Shit. Raw dog. Right? It. So, exactly. So I'm, I'm thinking, tough, I'm like, all right, I, this could be me just holding my breath for an hour until I collect my paycheck. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, just treading water absolutely up there knowing it's they're not gonna like me they don't know who i am they're not mm-hmm. fans they're not even necessarily fans of comedy totally they don't know that they don't they're just like they just had nothing else to do last week they saw a magician the week yeah. before that they saw the 14th runner-up from america's got talent right. with their dog like <laughs> whatever the hell they don't they're just here yep. because they're not in a frat because it was free and they had nothing better to do it's like a casino show almost yeah a, a much more bright-eyed, hopeful casino show. Yeah. So, so this group was actually I I kind of lucked out um, because first of all, the young lady uh, I think her name is Lauren. Uh, let me check because I want to give her a shout out because she was awesome. Um, the young lady who organized, yeah, it's Lauren. Uh, the whole thing was, you know, she's like the head of the student council for entertainment right. or life, whatever. Um, and she's a fan. She was like, she listens to Oops. Oh, great. 
and she had seen me before on the awesome. road. Awesome. So she was like, you know, had had sought me out as great, an act. Great. And then, you know, I got there early, fortunately, and uh, she, I asked her a whole lot of questions about life at Ryder University, oh, yeah. what the Greek life is like, what, you know, who's cool on campus, where the kids come from, all of that, the sports situation. And she debriefed me and gave me a, a full download, which, you know, then you get to go on stage armed with a little bit more local knowledge. And it really helps to try to directly connect with them, too, because they're usually not super experienced comedy audiences. Well, that's it. And also, I mean, we only had about 24 kids there. Right. And the room was enormous. Yeah. But they only had about like 100 seats set up. Uh-huh. But then this, of you know, of those 100 seats, only 24 kids were there. I almost prefer that. I was I was fine with you it. You can connect. You can take your time. You can go person to person. When it's bigger, it's a little harder to like keep them in the mix. Yeah. So I was doing, you know, coming in and out of my act, doing crowd work, talking to kids, getting, you know, like some of their info about what frats they were in, whatever. And it was it was a really fun group of people. The kids were great. They weren't what you can get at a college gig, which is like kids who think they're better than you yeah who think you're out of touch who think you're corny Mm -hmm. from the moment you get there they're not going to give you a chance Mm -hmm. you know they're not they're not sitting at a comedy club having paid a ticket Mm -hmm. watching the stage with a drink in their hand right that's not what it is it's 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 a step a barely a step above like an alcohol awareness seminar that they're forced to take <laughs> at, for orientation. So they were ki- the kids were great. I have nothing but super positive things to say about Ryder University. Went down, get did the gig. Just where to, is it again in Jersey? It's like not far from Trenton. Okay, it's like farish. Hour and twenty, hour and twenty five minutes. Okay, and didn't have traffic in either direction, Beautiful. and came right back and uh, was like, man, I'm that that was that was a great gig. To, to give easy. you guys an idea of the how good the money can be for these, it's like I have made more money opening for one show at a college than I have made doing headlining entire weekends. Absolutely. The money can be so good, and I would way rather go perform for a bunch of people who don't care or to have no idea what I'm going to get myself into or to have like a bad setup. I would so much rather do that than an entire weekend of shows. Yeah, really? Dude, all day long, I would much rather, yeah. Huh. Freeze up my time more. Like, I don't, you know, I and granted, doing weekend shows is great, but you're doing, you know, five shows yeah. versus one. Dude, one time I did, I I flew to Roanoke. Oh, what word? In Virginia? Yeah, it's called, uh, the nickname is the Big Lick, right? Is that right? Yeah, there's this lake. I did I did Roanoke Can College, you, you know. The thing, too, is like you, 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 you drive or you take an Uber onto the campus and you don't know where the hell to go i know i know they're like do you see the jimmy t roosevelt yeah. <laughs> center for the performing arts no it's dark i can't read the latin script on the brick building like what do you want me to i don't know where anything is oh my god um oh, fucking great so you know Whatever. I, I, this I like was, Roanoke. Roanoke was cool. They were cool. That was in the student center. That was actually, that was like a packed show. That was like 150 kids came and was Sick. really solid. Uh, the worst college gig, the worst gig I've ever done was the Eastern Connecticut State. Yeah. The Nacho Machine. The Nacho Machine. <laughs> Literally heard someone in the audience turn to his friend and go, this guy is so corny. Oh my God. Dude, I don't give a fuck about that. Dude. Yeah, that's the thing. Did it hurt you? No. Fuck it. You, it's a money grab. 100%. You're not building a fan base from these kids. Absolutely. They don't care about anything. <laughs> they certainly don't care about you. <laughs> Imagine you, know? you just flip on me like, oh, I'm corny, huh? Yeah, right. Dude, just I'm cool, dude. Screaming at them. You start showing him girls you fucked up with. <laughs> Look at her, dude. <laughs> that said, <laughs> as at 32, performing for these kids, I felt my age right right. a a decade 10 11 12 years between me and these kids is quite a golf Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh you know 
because we don't hang around college kids. Right. And and I felt it much more even uh, here than I did at that frat party I went to. The puke Olympics. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Because those guys were like embracing me a little. Right. They were like, right. hey, you know, you're cool. You're comic, Come whatever. On, we, they Come came through. to the show. They were cool. These people were just like, who's this old man yelling at us? <laughs> you know? Dude, I remember this the other day. I had a, I got a really weird gig one time. I forget. It might have been from like a gig website. But the, I got hired to give a fake talk to a company. And like, yeah, and it was a prank. So the guy's like, I want you to fuck with them. He's like, so. And it was one of those things where like you're doing exercises. So it's like we're going to do. And I started making them like interact with each other in a kind of weird way. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty funny. Dude. I was like, I want you guys all to stand up. And now look at the person next to you and just give him a big hug. <laughs> and I forget what exactly I did, but it was like 10 or 15 minutes of this. And like people were super weirded out. And then when it was revealed that it was a prank, like they didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> yeah. Like they weren't annoyed. They just like were like, that's was, that wasn't that funny. But like the guy who had orchestrated, it thought it was hilarious. Right. And he was right, dude. It was hilarious. I was like, dude, this is funny. <laughs> this is a funny thing you chose. Um, uh-huh. maybe I was too young to sell it or something like me. I don't know. But dude, I, it was awesome. That's great. Love a weird gig. dude. Yeah. Love a weird gig. Well, dude, it sound that was, it sounded like it was an action packed day. Yeah, sure was. I'm not surprised that you had a little hypertension going on. Yeah. Um, and what I would say, I would suggest getting in on some dad grass action, dude. Ooh, that would have helped wipe away any of the stains that I'd created. Yeah. <laughs> Dad grass, mom Wash grass. Wash away my worries. Yeah. All good products. I think the mom grass is a little more up uppity. Yeah. Right? Upper. A little more of a uplifting. Up-ski, uplifting. Yeah. Uh, but dude, it's great stuff. And smokable CBD. It comes in like a pre-rolled pack the same way. A little more THC incentive. That's it. Or uh, in... in intensive mm-hmm. uh, product might, but it is all CBD. So you get to enjoy all the spoils of CBD without having to get super high. Boom. Love that. Uh, dude, it's really, really good. I've stuff. become a huge fan. This stuff is, it's so well packaged. It's so well presented and it's so easy and it makes you feel great. You don't get too high. It's amazing. Not being totally out of your head. Uh, yeah, man, it's legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body, mellows your mind. hundred percent organic pre-roll joints, very low in THC, very high in CBD. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Definitely recommend this for a gift, for a loved one. Uh, it's really good stuff. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order. When you go to dadgrass.com slash oops, go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash oops. Dude, I've been thinking about this. I, I'm really fascinated by the idea of large-scale pranks. You're a, you are a prankster. I'm a prankster. I'm a prankster. And some of these, but like, imagine, dude, imagine this. Imagine a prank where somebody thinks that someone else is filming a fucking comedy special or something. Okay. So say you're pranking or, or say I'm, I'm pranking Hill Dog. Siri fucking piping up. Julia's Apple watch, watch loves to just constantly thinks it's it's such an attention whore. It only happens when I'm on doing the pod. Sorry, were you talking to Fuck me? Fuck off, Siri. Hmm. Um, but dude, so imagine I do this. To, I would never do this to Hill Dog because she hates pranks to begin with. It would be cruel. I would never do this to her. The idea of this prank is funny. Okay, so I'm like Francis is shooting a, a comedy special uh, for whatever, and it's going to be in this huge venue, and she's like, "Oh my god, great." So we go to like the whole thing. Everybody's acting like you're shooting this special for Netflix or whatever. So you've got 300 people in on this joke. M- more. And I'll tell you why there's more in on it. So everybody in the audience is in on it. You're in on it. And then for like three or four blocks in the perimeter, all those people are in on it too. Oh my God. This would somehow. It's a Truman show yeah, type yes. scale. This would know? somehow require her phone to not be working because she would call, she would probably call 911. We can't have her doing (laughs) that. Yeah. So anyway, what happens at some point during the, your performance, you just pass out. And then she looks around and every single person in the crowd is passed out too. Oh my God. She then runs out hectically looking for help and she sees the cars on the street and everybody in the cars is passed out too. So now she just thinks that everyone on earth has passed out except for her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. Whoa. Is that not hilarious? Well, I don't know how you'd capture it. I don't know why you do that to someone, but like that's. 
Yeah, this is all right. I, I have. I'm not. I hate to be like the guy who you know denied Santa, but one, <laughs> you wouldn't get to witness her reaction. Well, if we what if we place hidden cameras everywhere? Okay, number one. Number two, um, you. Uh, why does it need to be a comedy special? It could be anything. Yeah, it could be any. I, that was just an example. It why does be- it even need to be a performance? Why wouldn't you just go to? It's, why don't you just get like a flash mob to, to do this? That's interesting, for sure. There's something dramatic about an entire theater. Because you remember there was the thing in Russia where like those Chechnyans, they took a theater hostage. Yes, I do remember and that. They gassed everybody. They gassed them, but then they ended up gassing the entire audience too. Yeah. So this idea of a giant theater with everybody passed out in it to me has like this. And wasn't it Putin who had rallied them secretly? I don't think so, but maybe no. I don't know if I missed that. And then he it. used it as a as a way of in, of invading Chechnya. Uh, I think there was like a series of events that maybe led to that, but I don't think that he he may have. I don't know. I may have missed that. I part. could have that wrong. You I mean, I remember right. reading a lot about that in uh, from Russia with Blood, which is a great book. That's but, like that first scene in Tenant too. And I know, and I think yeah. that they got it from really that. cool scene. Mm, I think they got it from. Sense. I forget what the it was called. Nord Ost. Did you watch? Did you watch Tenet? Yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. I loved How it. many times have you seen it? Like five. Okay. Yeah. Because I tried to watch it, and yeah. it was I felt like the dumbest person alive. It yeah. absolutely requires a second. And watch. watch it with subtitles. You need a second watch minimum. It it felt like someone smart was trying to be confusing to make me feel dumb, and I resented them for it. And that's why everyone hates it. No, it's awesome. Because dude. I know what I'm capable of understanding. Yeah. I'm you're not so dumb. Confusing. You're capable of understanding it. It's a little bit of like mind fuckery and it's like kind of like a mind blown situation. You got to, but dude, uh, picture it like it's the Titanic two disc box set, but you're just watching the same movie twice. It's a minimum two watch movie. Fair enough. Because then literally like the second you started for the second watch, you're like, oh, what you the already fuck? start noticing. You immediately you are like, whoa, immediately. Okay. All right. Got it. Whatever. Good to know. Another large-scale prank that I've considered. A comedian thinking that, okay, they killed so hard that they killed someone in the audience. (laughs) (laughs) And then the cops show up and arrest them. They're like, you're going, sorry, like, put your hands behind your back. Like, I didn't do it. They're like, sir, like, we've been told that your laughter. That's pretty good. Your, your jokes. So That's pretty good. I thought about doing that to Danny Palmer, but then I'm like, <laughs> the police thing makes it get a little, like, illegal and murky. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We've, we've fucked with Danny enough. <laughs> but, dude, I don't know. I really like the idea of it. Love it. Yeah. Um, well, let me, let me, uh, I want to sort of just read something, uh, a really cool, dm i got about the birth yeah from a guy who was commenting on um because we talked about birth and how little we know about all that (laughs) and this guy was really great he said in reference to the pods convo about childbirth i'm lucky to have a five-month-old daughter she was in breech position we talked about that is that like when your head is first when the head up feet down by the birthing canal oh right 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 uh, for, she was in breach from the get-go, and she never turned. Therefore, we had planned a C-section here in Prague. Cool. Despite the C-section, my wife was given an epidural and was fully conscious during the entire procedure with me sitting by her shoulders, head. There was a huge cloth at her upper chest shielding us from seeing anything that was going on. I'm sure sure you'll get a ton of insight on the topic, but sharing is caring. Have a great day. And speaking from the trivial male perspective in such a situation boy is the c-section a blessing was like checking into a hotel except you check out with an additional human (laughs) no this is great no 15 hours of arduous labor or going through the 101 different variables or options en route to a vaginal birth of course there are pros and cons to each that's just my two cents yeah i got the exact same message from somebody else with all, really? all the exact same details. The feet first thing, how the C-section is the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Like all that stuff. Crazy. Now, I have a couple thoughts. I got another DM from someone who said that they they did C-section, but they did epidural, so they were conscious for the whole thing. And they used a clear sheet so that they could see the whole thing. Oh, that's fun. I guess. Cutting, when it comes to that, I, I think I, you lose me, me a bit. If I were awake and watching a procedure... I don't think I could yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't think I could. With the, I wouldn't be able to see it, even if I couldn't feel it. It'd I be, agree. I agree. That's too. That's too. Oof. 
spooky yeah. for me. But um, here's the other thing that I've heard, right? And I know, I think I said this. There are, I know there are women, you know, mothers that, that really desire a vaginal birth um, because, I don't know, it's like the traditional way or it's the way that right. you hear. Natural, and, um, you know, something about feeling more connected, I guess, to the kid. You know, I think it's easy probably from the male detached, uninvolved perspective that we have to say, well, why would you ever not want to just do a C-section? It's the easiest, you know, it's so easy. Yeah. But I do know that there are women that, that hope that they can do a, you know, a, a, a vaginal birth and if only as a last resort would they want to do the C-section. So um, it's interesting to hear. I mean, I, I'm, I am very glad to hear too that obviously everyone's first priority is just healthy safety, delivery, safety yeah. of the baby, all of that. But, and the mother. <clears throat> um, to me, from the male ignorant perspective, I just think someone telling a doctor being like, yeah, we can, you can try to push this baby out of your body, out of a hole that is one one hundredth the size of its mm-hmm. head, mm-hmm. uh, in screaming pain over the course of 15 hours, or we can you know, give right. you a little, give you a little, break. a little pill or a cocktail of whatever, and, uh, do a quick incision that, you know, will be hidden beneath your bikini line. And, uh, you'll, uh, wake up with a baby in your arms or you'll, you'll be hand, will hand you the baby with no pain at all. Right. Right. Uh, and it just seems that to me, seems very black and white but uh you know i'd be interested from a a woman's perspective why a vaginal birth is is desired in some senses interesting that's a good question guys we just want to take a moment to make sure that you all are taking care of your mental health i know that's become sort of a popular conversation topic Mm -hmm. these days and for a reason uh you know it's important to try to feel good if you can and i feel like it's a bit of a process francis i don't i feel like you'd agree with that uh, just kind of keeping yourself in your best form. Uh, we know that there are some stigmas associated with getting therapy or, quote, getting help. But to be honest, dude, I feel like every single person can benefit from a little time in the chair. Uh, I remember when I started going, I didn't even want to necessarily be there originally. I went because my insurance, in order to get my uh, ADD medicine, they required that I also go to see therapy. Uh, to seek therapy and I went for the ADD meds and stayed for the therapy as they say it became a (laughs) wonderful exercise um, and we love it dude so anyway Talkspace is great it's a great way to access a licensed therapist from any mobile device uh, or computer or whatever have your therapist available on a screen 24 hour availability you can message them uh, at all times it's a very modern cool uninvasive way to uh, seek therapy out it puts you in a private room with just you and your therapist. You can send messages, like I said, 24-7. Uh, and Talkspace's encryption and added security features keep your con- conversation fully protected. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that's the idea that's funny. Like someone's trying to hack into your... <laughs> so you know, hopefully nobody's doing that. But in case that is a worry that you have, then do not fear because Talkspace has got you covered. Uh, so don't leave your mental health to chance or the amateur advice of some well-meaning friends and family. Talk to someone who's trained to help you make lasting progress. Join Talkspace today and start moving forward with a single message. Just visit Talkspace.com. Get 100 bucks off your first month when you use promo code OOPS at sign up. It's a really good deal. Mm-hmm. $100 off Talkspace.com. Promo code OOPS. Um, well, dude, I'm happy. Uh, I'm glad you got that good message from the Czech Republic. Have you been to the Czech Republic? No. Um, I, I would like to. I've only heard amazing things about Prague as yeah. a city. I've heard it's the most beautiful city in the world. Really? It's, it's certainly very beautiful. Um, I went once, dude. One of the coolest stories of my career. I booked a commercial there. Uh, so I was going and I found out that I was doing it with one of my best friends. He, had, he had also been cast. I think you've told this. Yeah, I, I, think I have. You've told I have. This, but yeah. I'm gonna t- I, I, I did, yeah. But, but I'm not going to get into too much detail about it because of that. But anyway, we went, we shot, it was great. And it was actually a commercial that they shot in like seven different cities in the world. So it made mm. it even crazier that he and I ended up in the same place. Wow. It was a complete okay, coincidence. Cool. Anyway, I brought my girlfriend and this is funny. This happened on the plane. So for some reason, she thought it would be funny to wear a koala costume to travel. It wasn't like a Halloween koala costume. Like it was designed to be comfortable. 
but it was a koala huh. outfit. Okay. Yes. She was dressed like a koala that goes over her head with ears. Mm-hmm. And at one point, so we were sitting, when you fly like that for a commercial, they make you go first class, uh, which is amazing. Uh, and she, I guess, she paid for her own flight and also was in first class, right? So anyway, I'm sitting there. And I mean, maybe this doesn't matter to the story. I'm, I think it might. But she comes up to me to like say something. Uh, and the flight attendant comes over to her and goes, let your dad, let your dad read, sweetie. (laughs) And she was so mad. And I think that like, maybe they wouldn't have been so quick to pull that. It's your dad trigger. If we were in coach, Uh I might be wrong about that, but she was so mad. And I was like, you're dressed like a fucking koala. Yeah, what do you expect? What do you expect? You dress like a child, you're going to get treated like a child. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I was That's that terrific. Was she, I was like, that's what you get for dressing like a fucking <laughs> koala. Love that. All right, so this is pretty funny. So I, Chris and I uh, and Ryan had lunch after... That's right. One of our uh, recent episodes, and they were kind of filling me in on what they were doing for the weekend. And Chris told me something that I don't know if he realized how funny this was at the time. Okay. Uh, and I kind of wanted to t- to tell Francis and kind of get an update from Chris. I mean, at this point in my life, I've accepted that you guys are better friends with each other, but also with my friend friends than I am. Dude, that's you weren't. I would have loved for you to have joined, but you had like a meeting or something. We didn't invite you because we invited you. you no, no, I, oh, know, I know, I know. We did invite him. Yeah, we did. I know. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember. I could not. I <laughs> was a crisis moment. Um, that's very funny, dude. Okay. Well, anyway, so Chris is telling me the story. So Chris, and I think I feel like we've sort of talked about this a little bit with people who've asked us about how to. This is basically the prototype for how you should handle a situation like this, especially if you're younger. So Chris liked this girl, likes this girl. I don't know what the update is with that. And he decided to throw a party to give himself an opportunity to kind of like make his best showing and take a good crack at her. Nice. Which I think is a great move. Throw a party at your apartment? Nice. Okay. So So he's like, all right. So I tell her, I'm like, I'm having a party on Friday. And I don't know if she initially said she could make it and then said she couldn't or something, but eventually it ended up becoming clear because she told him, I can't make it to the party. Oh, that's that's tough. But now Chris is like, yeah, it was tough. I guess I just got to have a party now. <laughs> because if I don't, she'll be like, I thought he was having a party. Like if he's not gramming himself having a party, yeah, she yeah, yeah, would, yeah. she'll know. And then that'll suck. So then Chris had to have, a, he ended up getting bailed out because he got a cool work opportunity, which actually that was a nice karma for you, Chris. Nice. But yeah. I was like, maybe you have something to say to weigh in here. Um, yeah, no, it all worked <laughs> out. I got to have a good night. Um, went you, to, did you have a party? No, I went no. to go to Atlantic city with Ricky to shoot for him oh cool yeah nice. so it was a great night and i got to go do cool stuff and cancel for a good reason yeah <laughs> you got to like it would be very easy to deduce when chris is posting pictures of those other like cool comics and it was like this big whatever so it would be like oh i guess his work man he's such a hard worker that's so, <laughs> that's so hot man oh you gotta give, make sacrifices to be great <laughs> uh, dude i i it's so funny to I mean, the things that we do, like it's to throw crazy. a party for the sole purpose of one girl, like yeah. showing up. That's I, a Truman Show. I shit, used dude. to do this, that kind of shit all the time. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta you do. Know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta. Like, you gotta put your best foot forward. It's so good, and it's a really good. It's a really good theme when it comes to if you want to make your best impression with somebody new. It's really nice to have them. In your familiar in your territory. Yeah, and you can, you know, sort of put out nice decorations or have good food, good booze. Being a host is a is a a position of, of, of being a, a you know, you're being you're you are you're, you're bouncing around the party. You're the center of right. sort of the heartbeat of of everything. And I think people can be very attracted to the host. You know everybody. And you give them context for how cool you are. Yeah, there you go. You get to see, they, they get to get this sort of like good, good impression of you. Yeah, because she'll be talking to someone and then that person will be like, man, you know, I have not gone eight minutes without Chris bringing me that bowl of chips <laughs> and guac and saying like, want some chips and guac. And, Can and, I get anybody anything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone would be like, God, Chris is such a good guy. This place is sick. Can you believe that he 
you know, he got neon lights done that say like uh, "Surfs Up, Dude" <laughs> here in Greenpoint. It's where just did turning he, into Francis where did Roasting. Where that? No, it's not. I, I honor him. I can only imagine how cool the party was. I wish I'd been invited. You know? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Bro. Well, I wouldn't have been invited anyway. All right. Well, it didn't happen. So. <laughs> well, dude. Uh, yeah, I love the. And they're like, wow, Chris is such a good host. He must come from a great family. He's so loved. Like, look, only a person who's loved can love others this much (laughs) 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 awesome well that that's oops the podcast everyone we love you so much send any thoughts tips piece of uh of information that we need to hear to oops the podcast at gmail.com uh check out uh our our website uh for upcoming live shows or whatever oops the podcast you know, you know where to find us. Yeah, and we'll see you this week at City Winery. That's it, presented man. Presented by Stuart Spiked. Hell uh, yeah, we're super psyched. There's going to be goodies for everybody. We're gonna. It's funny. This is almost turning into like a fucking auction with the amount of shit we have to give away. That's right. An auction where there's uh, no money uh, exchange required to get <laughs> yeah. the stuff. So we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon, and, and thank you guys so much. Have a good week. <laughs>